Episode 251 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm Managing Editor Kirk Semenoff sitting in for Bill. The news was a bit surprising last week when it was revealed that Kay Monk Morgan, who has spent her entire professional career at Wichita State University, was leaving the campus for a new position at the Kansas Leadership Center. So I asked Kay to join me on this week's podcast to talk about her decision and how tough it was to leave her alma mater after 30 years. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story looks at Intrust Bank Arena and the impact it has had on downtown surrounding entertainment districts. With the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament returning to the arena next week, Reporter Daniel McCoy looks at how development around the arena has focused more on the Douglas Avenue corridor than in the arena's immediate footprint. That story begins on page 10. This month's Young Professionals series spotlights top rising professionals in the insurance sector. Meet those folks beginning on page 13. Our 10 minutes with subject this week is the new director of the Orpheum Theater, Rachel Banning. She's had a career in nonprofits and learned about what was appealing to her at the city's nearly 100-year-old theater. That feature begins on page 23. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 20. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Okay, Monk Morgan is with us, and she, I have always thought of her as a Wichita State lifer, but that's not going to be the case in a month. Okay, let's talk about things, but thank you for joining me. Hi, Kurt. Good to be here with you today. Well, thanks. Um, So, if people missed the news last week, Kay is joining the Kansas Leadership Center full-time after wow. 27 years at Wichita State University, and you're a student there as well, adding on to that time. Yeah. Um, I guess my first question is, this is not a new relationship with the Kansas Leadership Center. You have a, have been teaching there before. Kind of talk about what you've been doing at KLC and then how it kind of migrated into a job a full-time job opportunity. Yeah, I, uh, you're absolutely right. I've been on the teaching team with KLC now for about three years, um, which started, I went in and did a keynote for them for a conference. Uh, and if you know Ed or Julia or anybody on their team, uh, they looked for talent and felt like I had something to, to provide to um, the folks that were coming through um, their leadership development processes. And so joined their faculty, just doing a couple workshops uh, a month or coming in doing some specialized custom work for them. Um, and I really enjoy it. You know, I, I went to college on a leadership scholarship. So everything, uh, it feels like a full circle 360 kind of moment for me in that um, leadership has always been something that's been of, of great interest. Um, and it just came time where it, it, COVID, I think, gave us all of opportunity to kind of recenter and think about where we were spending our time and our talents. And 
um, if our treasure was going to the right place at the right time. And it was a, a good time. Ed was standing there and said, uh, he said for years, I'd love to have you more involved at KLC. And my response has always been, I got two full-time jobs. <laughs> um, and COVID helped me kind of center and say, is it time to, to do something a little bit different? That's, that has to be a tough decision. You were rooted in the oh, university yeah. like very few people are. Uh, talk about the, the thought process. You, you mentioned COVID's part of that, but, but just taking the, the leap. Yeah, big step. Big step. I My first day of full-time employment at Wichita State was uh, May 12th, 1992. And so for literally 30 years, not including undergrad, I have driven to Wichita State at least three times a week, <laughs> every day. Uh, and just the idea of, I mean, lots of identity, right? Like you said, K. Monk Morgan and Wichita State are, are, are kind of synonymous. Um, so a really big, lots of prayer. I'm a woman with a, a deep faith and um, asking God, where is it that I'm supposed to serve next? Um, I believe in evolution. And, you know, I, I've had several jobs at Wichita State, so I've, I've never felt stifled or like I'm in the same place or doing the same thing. Um, but I just something hit me and said, you know what, maybe this is time to, to do something different and jump. And KLC is a good place to jump. Mission aligned. I feel good about what it is that they do. Um, I'm enamored with the faculty and the team that I get a chance to work with. Um, not everybody gets that shot. Not everybody gets that shot. Understood. Uh, you, you mentioned you've been teaching for three years. So obviously this is not Ed O'Malley just coming to you with a job offer, just spur of the moment. He, it sounds like he'd been working on you. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty gifted in that regard. And, and just giving me different opportunities to, to see things differently um, and to practice leadership in a different way. And um, it just felt right. Um, you know, I, my oldest son is, is works in manufacturing as a computer science guy. Uh, and one day we were talking about his first job and he said, you know, for my second job, I'd like to do computer science in an agency that's focused on technology. It's different to do to be the, the tech guy in a non-tech field. Um, right now, I'm a community engagement person in a non-community engagement environment. Mm -hmm. What would it feel like to do community engagement in an or organization whose primary mission was that role? Mm -hmm. the, the, the title is Chief Impact Officer, and it's a new title at KLC. Talk about what specifically that is and what you'll be doing. Yeah, well, it, you know, I believe that it will evolve like most other brand new positions. Um, but the intent really is to continue to teach uh, and, and work and, and dabble and particularly working with uh, folks that are involved in, in civic leadership of some sort. Um, so I'm excited about that part. And I'm, I'm equally excited about the opportunity to do work with the transformation grant program that KLC has. Um, thousands of, of Kansans come through that program every year. Um, KLC has a very robust kind of research arm that looks at the outcomes for the learning outcomes for, for participants. But we really wanna elevate and start talking about what community changes are happening as a result 
of, of those trainings, right? So the, the goal would be that we build capacity in community leaders and then they go back and they address really tough issues. Are they addressing those issues and to what degree are we making progress as a state? Um, and I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. About the KLC as a whole and, and how you got started in there in the first place. Obviously you like their mission, you believe in their mission, right? I do, I do. Um, I was first introduced to KLC through Wichita State. They, we had an academy for faculty and staff on campus. Uh, and I was fortunate to have Dr. Peter Cohen, some folks might know him as the former Dean of, of the College of Health Professions at Wichita State, served as, as a leadership coach for me um, during a really trying leadership position. I was the, the president of a, a 10 state regional association um, and had some really difficult decisions to have to make and he, coached me through those using many of the principles and, and um, competencies that, that KLC uh, subscribes to. And I was hook, line, and sinker um, after having had that experience and really learning how to utilize. Now, that's not to say I do it on a daily basis, but on a good day, I'm able to remember <laughs> how to engage. Obviously, taking on a new job at a new place is a challenge in itself, but it sounds like what you'll be doing has a lot of similarities to what you've done over your years at Wichita State. Uh, are there going to be challenges for you, though? Absolutely. You know, I, I say I told my 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 mom uh, change in location, not vocation. Right. I, mm -hmm. I believe that I'm, I'm purpose to do a thing and wherever I'm planted, I will do that thing. Um, I, I, you know, higher ed is a very different beast. I've only ever worked in higher ed uh, as an adult. So going into, you know, KLC is a nonprofit, but a non nonprofit with a very entrepreneurial bent. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how that works. Uh, KLC does not have offices, like physical offices. Um, I've never not had an office, uh, even as an 18 year old. So that... <laughs> That will be a, a cultural shift of some sort, not to mention the 30 years worth of boxes that I get to pack up and bring home somewhere. My husband's not excited about me taking over his garage. <laughs> so I, I, I just think that cultural shift um, will be something to acclimate to and, and just figure out how to live in a different ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Uh, we joked before we started about uh, about cleaning out your office after 30 years of, of in, at one university. I remember asking you for a profile a couple of years ago, how many different offices you had had at the university. And you started counting. You said Jardine, Morrison, and you said seven yeah. and then wait, nine. Right, <laughs> so, nine. <laughs> you've done a lot of moving around in the university as things change over the years, but this will be the biggest physical move, I guess. Absolutely. Well, and in, in as much as I don't know if, if your uh, listeners think about it, the physical stuff is really hard, but unwinding your computer and your calendars, I mean, that is because literally my life has been connected and, and never really thought about it shifting. Um, so that, that's a big task. I'm, I'm hoping KLC has good IT people. That's what I always count on here at, <laughs> here at the Business Journal. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't do it myself. <laughs> let's talk about your time at Wichita State. And let's start with your background, first of all. For people who don't know you, you're a Wichita native, more high school alum. Um, so talk about how you got to Wichita State. And then I know that a lot of work you've done over the years has been with students who were like you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. So excited. Um, always proud to rep my North High um, alma mater. My mom and dad both graduated from North, as did I. Um, came to Wichita State as a Gore Scholar in 1989, um, a low-income first-generation student, the first in my family to go to college. Um, lots of expectation comes along with that. Very fortunate to have grown up in a, in a very supportive, um, both nuclear and ex extended family here in the community, um, who all pushed uh, me to go, and, and I did, and I did it again, and then I did it, <laughs> I did it again. Um, spent 20 years of my 30 at Wichita State working with first-generation low-income students from the Midwest, um, a passion project of mine. 584 uh, young people have uh, called themselves Morgans. Um, and, and one of the really cool gifts, even from this part of this season, is to see those young people who are now mothers and fathers and working in industry, send me notes saying, oh my God, Mama Morgan, congratulations to you. You're finally graduating. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. And I, 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 I'm imagining it gives you a lot of satisfaction, you know, as Wichita State has grown. It's, you know, I, I was at Wichita State a few years before you. This university is much different than it was when you started school, both physically and yeah. mission wise, you know, with the innovation campus and all the things that have happened over the years. Uh, but it's got to give you some satisfaction that you are working one on one with students. And that's the that's the ultimate mission, right, to be working with students uh, beyond the, the, the big picture stuff that universities do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you, you get to see, you know, students succeed on their own. So I don't ever want to take credit for anybody's success. Um, and I'm not one to say that kids come to, to the university with potential. Uh, uh, as, a, as a chemist, I know that potential energy is energy at rest. In order for a student to get to college, you had to have put that energy into play. And so um, to, to have fingerprints, though, on their lives and know that something that you might have done kept them on the straight and narrow or smooth down a couple of bumps so that they, they could be successful um, is the greatest legacy that any educator um, could have. And so I feel like I've been able to do that time and time again. And, and it's such a gift. I'll let you uh, toot your own horn a little bit if you'd like. What uh, Talk about the university's um, ability to work with, you know, like, like you said, first generation low income students both when you were in school and then how it progressed over the decades. Yeah, that, that, that has been a labor of love and not, not just for me, but several of my colleagues. Um, there, there was no term uh, used at the institution called first generation students, right? We were just kids who, who matriculated like everybody else. Um, although the, the, the work was happening through TRIO and, and other programs long before I arrived, um, Wichita State currently has about 44% of our students identify as the first in their family to attend college. And we've always had high percentages of students. Um, I can remember working in the residence hall and creating the very first ever um, initiative to help first generation students, um, just to, in a counseling and, and connecting them kind of way, building, building a sense of welcome. Uh, and now our institution is nationally recognized for 
um, the work that we do in the space, the, the improvements we're making with our graduation rates and our recruitment, um, any number of programs we have to, to support students. Um, you know, we, we commonly uh, share that Wichita State has the most diverse student body on in the state of Kansas amongst our regents institutions. Well, I, I subscribe to the notion that we also graduate the most diverse workforce uh, in the state of Kansas. And I think in part because um, it's accessible, it's affordable, and there are people there that will uh, ensure that a student is going to succeed. Mm -hmm. Over 30 years, you have to, especially starting as young as you did at the university, you have had to have a lot of mentors, uh, people who invested in you and helped you grow. Uh, who are some of those people and, and what do they mean to you? Oh my gosh, there, there are tons of them. Um, I, I met Jim Radigan called me the other day. It was funny, I was packing my office. Uh, he was a Dean of Students when I was an undergraduate student at Wichita State and nationally recognized and, and beloved for uh, his pouring of himself into to young people. And um, one of our administrative officers came in and said, hey, Dr. Radigan called while you were in another meeting. And I said, well, I think I'll just go over there. <laughs> uh, he was on campus, so I went to his office. Uh, a huge uh, motivator and, and you know, um, inspiration and, and mentor for me, um, Delta Colvin, uh, who, who runs uh, our group of, of TRIO and Gear Up programs, certainly served as a mentor as I kind of went up the ranks in the TRIO space serving um, our professional association, even at the, the national and international levels. And um, lots of what I learned, I learned from her. Um, the folks that I get a chance to work with now are, are really important to me. Um, Dr. Muma and Dr. Lefevre and, and others have done uh, a fantastic job. I've, I've had the, I haven't counted the number of presidents, um, but each one of them, I've been fortunate enough to have a, a relationship with. And so um, one of the things about growing up professionally and personally in, a, in an institution or in higher ed um, is that, that that's the mission, right? To grow people who are going to have impact. Uh, and so I've certainly benefited from that. Um, and, and the number of students, right? We don't oftentimes talk about how students shape our lives, um, but literally the number of my kids, I've got Philip Pettis, uh, is a Dr. Philip Pettis graduating from Vanderbilt here in a couple weeks, sent me flowers and um, just encouraging me, right? Miss Morgan, you can do it. You can do anything. I'm so excited for you. This is the big step. This is a big girl move, right? Um, giving me my own words back um, that I've shared with him time and time again. So, so just tons of folks um, have had an opportunity to shape who I am and, and what it is that I do and how I see the world. It has to be gratifying when they tell when when they tell you things you told them. They listen. To yes, them. I'm like ah, you remember. Hey, <laughs> uh, thirty years at one place. Are you going to be nervous next month driving to KLC as a full timer? Yes, absolutely. I don't know that my I mean, my mom told me that I need to start practicing driving, so I, I turn <laughs> the right way on Oliver and I don't go uh, I don't go home. It it will be it will be hard. Um, I will miss it dearly. Um, I don't, I don't, did not make this decision um, easily. And then there's a sad part. Yeah. A long yeah. time. But most people get to retire after 30 years. I started so young, I don't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you're moving on to a good place and we're glad that you are uh, happy that you've made that decision and we wish you all the best. Okay, thanks so much and uh, good luck next month finding the KLC. <laughs> Absolutely, thanks so very much, Kurt. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 251. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.